0: Welcome to Dr. Dominic New Love Ality's podcast, Dr. Dominic New Love is a dynamic preacher and teacher with an extraordinary depth of knowledge and understanding of the principles of God's Word. He is the founder and leader of Living Faith Ministries International Church, one church in two locations, New York and Accra. His vision is to empower each and every believer to live a victorious life through Jesus Christ, to actualize their potential and tap into their God-given talents for the purpose of edifying their own lives and glorifying God's kingdom. Dr. Dominic Newlovality is worth hearing. Tonight, let's
1: talk about the force of favor. Let's talk about the force of favor why because i understand you are talking about change my what change my story and so your story cannot be changed if you don't encounter certain kind of favors in your life and i pray that you'll encounter favor in your life the year will not go to an end and the favor of god will hit you like a tornado come on say amen I see you rising now from where you are to your next level. Come on, nothing can hold you, nothing can stop you. The devil is too late. Am I talking to somebody here? I see you going to your next level. Come on, shout hallelujah. Now, take your seat in Psalm 5, verse number 12. He said, Thou Lord, for Thou Lord will bless the righteous. With favor, without compassing, compass him as with a shield. So favor is a defensive weapon and it's also an offensive weapon. Favor will stop your enemies from destroying you because favor will locate somebody from among your enemies to stop them from talking against you. Come on, am I talking to somebody here? And favor will open a door that nothing else can open. Favor can open a door that education cannot open. Favor will open a door that that beauty cannot open. Favor will open a door that nothing else but the power and the grace and the blessing of God. Do I have an amen in the house? I'm not here. Do I have an amen in the house? Favor is God moving another person to use his power, ability, influence, finances, and gift to help you to prosper and help you to advance in your assignment on earth. You need favor. The spirit of favor torments those who don't like you. The power of favor will keep others awake until they do what they have to do for you. I prophesy over you that the favor of God coming upon your life today and tomorrow night will step people to help you. Somebody, your helper is in California. Somebody, your helper is in Switzerland. Somebody, your helper is in New York. But I decree by the word of the Lord that the favor of God shall locate them wherever they are. Am I talking to a believer here? I said the favor of Yahweh shall locate them and draw them by the wind of the Spirit to wherever you are. Life is about to get very interesting and it's going to get very easy. Your days of labor without any reward is coming to an end. In the name of Jesus, I prophesy sweatless victories sweatless victories. May God protect you, and may God empower you to succeed, and may you prosper. I decree by the word of the Lord that you will never be broke again another day of your life. All your limitations have been lifted. You will do what your mother couldn't do. And like I say it all the time, I see you as the record breaker of your family oh am I talking to somebody here you will do what your father couldn't do you will do what no uncle have ever done in your family you are the record breaker I want you to turn to three, four people and tell them I am the record breaker come on shout, man come on take your seat. take your seat favor is a weapon that God gives us to possess the kingdom you cannot work hard enough long enough to make more than what you need to accomplish your purpose on earth. doesn't You can't work hard enough, long hours, enough to get what you really need. You need some favor. You need God to open some door for you. Come on, I say you need God to open some door for you. Favor is a weapon that torments your enemies. Because your enemies can not understand how really you possess natural or academical qualities and yet you are making major headway in life and when they, with all their beauty their talent their gift their certifications and yet they are stagnant where they are favor is a major force in achieving achieving success they don't you know sometimes people will never understand you you don't have what they have You are not coming from where they are coming from. You don't have good beginnings. You don't have good parents. Your father was not rich. Your mother was not rich. You come from some village a brown somewhere or three bomb pieces, some, some some kind of a village somewhere and, and all of a sudden the favor of God comes upon your life. Church, God can change your story. I'm, I'm standing here by the grace of God. I used to sell by the roadside here in Accra. I used to sell a big cake. There was a time I was selling takota. Yeah, I was selling, I carried tacocha. I was was at Aquinas. Selling tacocha and and then selling PK. Then I started selling Vix, amen, by the roadside, so I can pay my fees. But God changed my story. I said, God changed my story. I see God changing your story. I'm not here, I say, I see God changing your story. Man may not have been able to help you, God will help you. I see God sending you a helper. In the name of Jesus, whatever is on you is coming to you. I decree by the word of the Lord, in my mouth, you will never be the same. Some of you, in another 24 hours, your testimony is coming. Somebody in another three days, your testimony is coming. There is a visa approval in the name of Jesus. God is opening a door for you to join your family. You have worked hard enough. Nothing is happening, but a Prophesy over your life that there is a change in the atmosphere. I feel a change in your situation. Can I have amen somebody? Come on, can I have amen somebody? In Psalm 30 verse 7, it said, Lord by thy favor, you have made your mountain to stand strong. My mountain the favor of God will make you strong. May the favor of God insulate you. Envelope sealed you May no weapon of lack, may no sickness, may no disfavor, may no hatred penetrate to harm you in the name of Jesus. Am I talking to somebody here? The Lord is going to lift you up as you have never, ever, ever dreamed before. People that did not believe in you are about to have a shock somebody that disappointed you is about to have some headaches they are going to hear your story that your story have changed I don't know who I'm talking to but your story will change pastor in New York City I used to have one shoe in New York City I wore one shoe I live in a a small we call it studio when I'm in the room you can see my bed my you can see my stove you can see my TV my toilet and my bath that is a kind of room I lived in and yet I was a pastor, but God changed my story. There were church people that believe I would never make it. There were church people that used to make mockery of me. They said, in a few years, in a few months, I'll run away from New York. Guess what? They are no more in New York, but I am still in New York, and God has prospered me and prospered my work. I came to tell you, somebody, that the God that we serve is a a life-changing God. I'm not talking to somebody here. I say he's a life changing God. I don't care how many demons are in your house. I don't care how many witches are in your house. All the witches combined together can never stand the presence of God at work in your life. I'm talking to somebody here. I say I don't care. Listen how many demons, how many witches how many wizards are in your family. Put all of them together. They will never stand the presence and the power of God at work in your life. I see you rising up one more time. I see the favor of God coming upon your life. In the name of Jesus, the Bible says, blessed is the man that feared the Lord. Take your seed. That feared the Lord, that delighted greatly in his commandments. His seed shall be mighty upon the earth. The generation of the upright shall be blessed. That scripture there psalm 112 shall be is in italics which means that it was not supposed to be there but the translators of the bible put that there to make sense because they don't understand how somebody doesn't have anything and saying that wealth and riches are in my house so they put that there but guess what guess what you don't have to have it to believe you have it let me say it again you don't have to have it because manifestation is coming Oh, I'm not here. I said manifestation is coming. As long as you carry the blessing of God. Because what I have found out, that the blessing is not stuff. The blessing is not a car, it's not a house, it's not a... The blessing are not stuff. The blessing is a spiritual momentum. The blessing is a spiritual momentum. Am I talking to somebody here? And tonight I release that momentum over somebody. Oh, come on. I say I release that momentum. Come on, shout Hallelujah. Come on, shout hallelujah. Joseph was blessed and he has nothing. Jacob was blessed and he had nothing. There are many people that carried blessing and yet they had nothing. It was just a matter of time because wealth and riches are in your house. And tonight we call it forth in the name of Jesus, the blessing of the Lord, make it rich. And I decree by the word of the Lord that you will never be poor again. Another day of your life, God is opening business doors. God is opening business doors. I see engineers here. I see business tycoons here. I see oil magnets here. In the name of Jesus, I see somebody with a license to run an airplane. Run, run. uh, Am I talking to somebody here? Let it come into your spirit today. In the name of Jesus, lift up your voice and shout a big amen. Take your seat, take your seat, take your seat, take your seat, take your seat. Take your seat. Let's do something with this. Let's do something with this. Matthew chapter 6. Yeah, the blessing is a spiritual momentum. What is a spiritual momentum? A spiritual momentum is a supernatural force released from heaven upon a man or a woman as a result of his obedience that attracts both natural and spiritual assistance in the earth realm and to overcome obstacles and to be able to do and carry out your assignment on earth. That's a blessing. It's a spiritual momentum. When you carry that blessing, you cannot be resisted. Nobody can stop you. The blessing makes you impenetrable. You become indomitable you become a conqueror. Nobody can dominate you, and yeah, you are dominating everything. You are taking control. I see this church moving left to right because the blessing is here, amen? And you you, you, don't, you, don't have a choice. People are coming to walk to you and they will beg you to take their property, amen? They will beg you to take it. I, and, and I prophesy over somebody, somebody is building your dream house right now. I'm not here, I say somebody is building your dream house. When the time is come, there shall be a transfer. I'm not, I said, There shall be a transfer. A good man liveth an inheritance to his children's children, and the wealth of the wicked has been laid out for the task. Every wealth that is supposed to come to you that is not released here. I stand here in the name of Jesus. I combine my oil with the man of God, and we release that wealth into your life. Come on, shout and receive it somebody is building your house where you need your house to be in the name of Jesus when the time comes they will give it to you cheap come on I said they will give it to you cheap come on Shade man take your seat. see, see why you came yesterday the woman begged me to buy begged me Matthew chapter 6 verse number 31 and 32 let's, let's do a little bit of studying he said therefore take no thought saying what shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or whether shall we be clothed? This is Jesus speaking. He said, you are worried about what you eat. You are worried. We live in a worrying world. And people are worried about the economy. I, listen, I, I don't care about the economy. Because I operate by a higher economy. I am under a higher government. Come on, say amen. The principles I operate under is superior come out than the principles of United States or World Bank. Come on, say amen. My God, I've never been broke. Heaven, I've never been broke. I'm talking about the heaven that the streets are made of gold. Everything that you need, you can have it. Come on, say everything that you need, you can have it. You can never serve God and go broke. As a matter of fact, when you read the Old Testament, it was a covenant of prosperity. You can never talk about the Old Testament without talking about prosperity. When you take prosperity out of the Bible, it is empty. The New Testament is a testament of redemption. So the Bible says, because the Old Testament couldn't save man, but it gave man power to live a victorious and a wealthy life on earth. But man needed to find his way back to God. So the New Testament was introduced. So redemption, the blood, and then also the power to succeed, coming together, makes you indomitable on earth. Stand on your feet, go to three people and tell them, "I am indomitable." <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Take your seat. Take your seat. Verse 33. And I said, "For after all these things do the Gentiles seek, but your heavenly Father know that you have need of all this." Listen, this is the way I say it. If this scripture is not true, then John 3:16 is not also true. Your heavenly father knows that you have need. He knows you need a car. He knows he needs your own house. Come on, he knows that your children must go to school. A, a good school and its fees must be paid. Come on, say amen. God knows everything about you. And I stand here to prophesy and enforcing the word of the Lord that God is mindful of you. You are not a forgetting child. Am I talking to somebody here? My God, your season and your time is coming. Jehovah will take you from the back of the line and put you in front of the line. Am I talking to somebody here? I said, God will take you from the back of the line and put you in front of the line. My God, somebody is about to have a a stomach ache when they hear your story, that your life story have changed. Come on, shout, hallelujah. I prophesy over here that your life story will change. Come on, shout, amen. He knows you have need of all these things. Verse 33, but seeking first the kingdom of God. God, listen, God is a life changing God. Oh, and I'm trying to tie myself into what is being done here. I was a young boy living in Usu. And then one day, a palm reader came to our house. And then my auntie, I was living with, called the children to come. I said, Come, let them look, let the woman see your hands. And then the woman looked said, oh, you'll you be a lawyer. So, you'll you, you be a doctor. You'll you be a big politician. And then my auntie also called me, Papani, bah. So I went and I said, Belode, I opened my hand. And then the woman said, oh, you you become nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you'll be nothing. You'll never go far in life. As a matter of fact, if you are not very careful, you die very in life. All the people that were prophesied to, all of them are dead. I'm still alive, and I've succeeded. Come on, shout, Hallelujah! My God, I say I have succeeded. Oh, (laughs) yours change. I say your life story will change if you are here hear me listen i'm telling you sit down sit down sit down if you don't change if you don't change hearing this and obeying the word we are teaching you if you don't change it is an indictment on our oil it is an indictment on my oil if you sit under me and nothing happens to you your circumstances will never change god's word your circumstances will never change god's word let me say it again your circumstances will never change god's word but the word of the lord will change your life change your circumstances, change your family, and turn your life around. I came to tell you, people are going to look for you, and they are going, hey, Papa Nippene, like they did to me a few years ago, when I went to the same house, and I came out of my car, with all my my sons following me to the house, and I I opened the the boot of the car, and I brought clothes and and goodies, and, and then we went inside the house, and I started distributing to everybody in the house, I started giving to everybody, and the old women that knew me a long time ago, they came out and said, Hey, Papa hea, bea, hey. <laughs> <laughs> am I talking to somebody here? God shall do wonders in your life. Oh, those that let down yesterday are about to have a shock. Come on, shout them. Man. Oh, sit down, sit down. Let me just let me just. Are you okay with me i'm not are you okay with me i i are you are, are you following me you will never remain the same i say you never remain the same I say you will never remain the same. The blessing of God is upon your life. The hand of God is upon your life. The grace of God is upon your life. I call for manifestations of the goodness of God. Oh my God, I would have fainted unless I believe that I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I don't know who I came to talk to, but I came to tell you, you will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. You are not going nowhere. You are not dying anytime soon. You will see the glory of God upon your life and your family. I call for the Cabo and the Doxa in the name of Jesus and the Shakina to come upon your life. I call for transformation and a mighty change in every area of your life. You will change from zero to surplus. I'm not, I say from zero to surplus. Go to five people and tell them from zero to surplus. Change is coming. Zechariah chapter 1, verse 17. Actually start from verse 16, Zechariah chapter 1. Let's, let's work it, let's work it. Can I work it? I say, can I work it? Are you sure we can work it? Therefore thou sayest the Lord, I am returned to Jerusalem with mercies. Put your hands on your chest and say, God have returned to me. Say, I have received mercy. You know what mercy is? Exemption from judgment. Any judgment over your life, you have been exempted. Every family cares, you are being exempted. Uh, am I talking to somebody here? I say, you are being exempted. They say, nobody marries in your family. You are being exempted. Hey, 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 hey. I say, you are being exempted. You are being exempted from poverty and lack in the name of Jesus. You are being exempted from sicknesses and diseases in the name of Jesus. You are being exempted from the cases of cancer that run through your family. Premature death. You are being exempted from it. Can I have a believer here? Lift up your hand and say yes, yes. Say yes, 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 yes. (laughs) Sit down. I have returned with mercies. My house shall be built, says the Lord of hosts, and the line shall be stretched upon Jerusalem. Verse 17. Cry out, saying, thou sayest the Lord of hosts, my cities through prosperity shall yet spread abroad. So God has a purpose. If you don't prosper, the, the, the work of God will stall. I'm coming from London yesterday. And after we spoke, I I, I exchanged pleasantries with Bishop Bempa. I went to bed a little bit and I fell into a trance. Man of God, God is my witness. I saw you on two TV stations. And one was AG station that you have no control over. So I'm asking myself in the vision, why are you on two stations? And the Lord said that one you are on, you have no control over. But I'm going to give you your own station. You know, because you have, a, you have a kingdom heart. And because of that kingdom heart, you want to see God's word spread abroad, everywhere. So God said, I should tell you. From tonight, that agenda will start. Am I talking to somebody here? I said, From tonight, that agenda will start. Amen. And I will come and be on that TV station too. Come on, shout, Amen. Oh, come on, let us be happy and let's thank God and receive this prophetic word. Amen. Amen. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know if you have any, you are entertaining any idea. The Lord said, go ahead. All the finances are coming through. The Lord said, when you take the step, immediately you take the step. Money will come from north, south, east, and west into your life. And it will make it very easy. People actually will be shocked how you raise that TV station up. And people will be shocked how you have come from behind and overtaking those who have gone ahead of you. Do I have some believers in the house? I see you raising sons. And I see you sending people all over the place. As a matter of fact, outside Ghana. Amen. Building your brand of assemblies of God around the world. Come on, here, somebody. I see, I see God doing something. You are in the kingdom of God for such a time like this. You see, you are not a church person, you are not a religious person, you are a kingdom man with a kingdom mindset. Can I have a man in the house? Okay, Hey! he fixed a TV antenna at the top today. God is a good God. You will stand with me. You will stand with me today to, to put money as a foundation. How many people will stand with me? Amen. We, we have it done. It, it, it's done. Turn to your neighbor and say, This is done. Take your seat. Take your seat. Take your seat. Oh. <laughs> Let's go to Genesis chapter 15. Let's go to Genesis chapter 15, verse 12. Let's read from verse 12. You know, the story of Genesis 15 is very interesting. It's a a covenant scripture. And the Bible says that God made a covenant with Abraham. And when the sun was going down, a deep sleep fell upon Abraham. And lo, an horror of great darkness fell upon him. And the Bible says, and he said unto Abraham, Know of a surety that thy seed shall be a stranger in a land that is not theirs. Sometimes what you think like it is, something working against you is actually a setup. Your attitude in a time of crisis is key because it is not every crisis that is satanic. Some of them are heavily orchestrated to move you from your comfort zone to where God wants you. Am I talking to somebody here? So adjust your attitude. Some of your attitudes stinks. All of a sudden you can't come to church. All of a sudden you can't pay your tithe anymore because you are going through some crisis. Crisis doesn't last. But the word of God do last. Can Can I have amen? So God prophesied to Abraham and said this is sure that your children shall be slaves in a land that is not theirs and they shall be there for 400 years and when it is all and done that nation whom they shall serve I will judge and afterward they shall come out with great substance they will come out in other words I am going to set them up and they are going to come with great substance when God takes you out and bringing you in he doesn't bring you in empty 400 years is a long time, but God did not forget his word. I don't know who I'm talking to tonight, but God will never forget his word in your life. I don't care how long it tarries, it will come to pass. Touch your neighbor and say, neighbor, the word is coming to pass in your life in the name of Jesus. Come on, shout amen. God is a God of objectivity. He's a God of purpose and a plan. And God has have your life planned out from the beginning to the end. And sometimes some of the part of your life that you don't like is part of the plan. Sometimes the disappointment is part of the plan. Sometimes the pain is part of the plan. Come on, say amen. Am I talking to somebody here? You need to have the attitude like David had. David had a good attitude. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When my enemies and yea, my foes come upon me to eat my flesh, they shall stumble and they shall fall. Yea, war shall rise up against me. My heart will not fear. My God, what a confident man who is not afraid of war because he understood that the war is part of his purpose and plan for his life. Come on, say amen. If, if the brothers of Joseph didn't hate him and sold him, he wouldn't have got to Egypt. Yeah, yeah. Short-sighted and stop worshiping God because you're going through some hardships. Stop. Let God know and let the devil know that you are still here. When you get up in the morning, let the devil and all the demons, their stomach running. Am I talking to somebody here? Let them quick that you are still alive. They thought you never survive. But when they realize, you are back up again for the glory of God. Am I talking to a believer here? Come on. Am I talking about a believer here? Am I talking to a believer here? The, the, the steps of the good man are ordered of the Lord and he delighted in their path. The Bible says that the one that is born of the spirit is like the wind that blow it. for the wind bloweth where it listed and the devil and all the demons cannot predict where you are coming from and where you are going. You are like the wind blowing.
0: To support Bishop Dominic New Love Ality's ministry, visit www.lfmic.org slash give to give online and lfmic at aol.com or 9142170071 on Cash App, Zell, and PayPal or 0246471458 on MTN Mobile Money. Thank you.
1: Take your seat. God said you're going to be slaves in a foreign land for 400 years. And you know something? This, this is what I love. I want you to hear me very well. You need to have some experiences in life. Amen. Amen. Exodus chapter 3 verse 19. You need to have some experiences. You know why? This is what I said. You see, it is your experience that frames your language. Some of you, you don't have your own language you speak the languages of other people because you have no experience your experiences frames your language when you say god is good it's not just a slogan you have experienced it when you talk about the grace of god <laughs> when you talk and we say the grace of God but for the grace of God somebody is just talking grace, it is just head knowledge, it's not the revelation let me shock you something it is not knowledge that changes you it is revelation that is the reason why you can sit here in church for 20 years and you never change and yet you are hearing the word everyday because out of the knowledge you must have revelation You need to have revelation is a product of the recreated human spirit. You must come to a place where you are able to say, I know that I know. And yet you can't explain why you know. You are speaking a language that you can't even express because spiritual language can never be expressed or articulated with human speech. So Paul said, I know. He said, I know that this will turn for my good. How? I don't know, but I know. The, the word is gonosco, Perception. I, I understand in the realms of the spirit that whatever is going on in my life shall stand for my good. Am I talking to somebody here? So I refuse to complain. I refuse to mama. I refuse to cry like other people. I'm going to maintain my attitude. I'm going to go to church. I'm going to go to choir rehearsal. I'm going to pay my tithe. I'm going to still pray and believe in God. But I know that somehow, some this shall turn for my good. Come on here. By the supply of the spirit spirit of God and the prayer of the people I don't know who I'm talking to but every negative thing shall work for your good yeah. you, see, Take you. let, let me, let me let, let's, let's, let's quickly work this out let's, let's work this out I, I'm, a, I'm a teacher so I, I love teaching. Give me the scripture. Give me the scripture. Exodus. So for 400 years, it was like the word is forgotten. They will go into Egypt. They stay for 440 years and they will never move because they have become very comfortable. You see, some of you, it is only crisis that can shake you from your comfort zone. Yeah. Some of you, you actually need crisis. Some of you, I pray that crisis will come into your life. I'm talking to you. You need crisis to move you from where you are because you are too comfortable in, in, in your two by four. Come on here. You need something to move you from where you are. Am I talking to somebody here? My God, I love it when people say I can't make it. I'll prove to you that I will make it more because you are not God. You don't hold my destiny in your hands. You cannot predict my destiny. Am I talking to somebody here? I love it when people are back a banking on my failure. I'll prove to you that I serve a God who never fails. Am I talking to somebody here? I will take your challenge boldly and I'll work the principles of God. I'll work the principles of God because the principles of God never changes. It's the same. The, the, the word of God is the oak of God planted in the forest of eternity and twining it to root around the rock of ages. Ladies and gentlemen, Ignorance is very damning. It's very destructive. The power of the oppressor is in the maintenance of ignorance. The power of the oppressor is in the maintenance of ignorance. As long as you are ignorant, the oppressor will keep you oppressed. I am sure that the king of Egypt will not let you go. Nor by a mighty hand. Watch this and then he said and i will stretch out my hand and smite egypt with my wonders which i will do in the midst thereof and afterward he will let you go so the word 440 year prophecy man of god is coming to pass life without people even knowing why this is happening it is not you it is god's word Amen, it is God's word. Some of you you are in such a time like this, like Bishop, he's in such a time like this. It is not him, it is the word of God that must be fulfilled in this time. and God has chosen him to fulfill that word right here in circle. whether you like it or not, he's here to stay. Mm. Mm. I am sure he will not let you go. And I will stretch out my hand, give me the verse 21 and then i will give these people favor in the sight of the egyptians and it shall come to pass that when you go you shall not go empty in other words favor can never be upon you and live an empty life you can't live an empty life i will give them favor sweatless victories i'll force them to do something for you that they are not willing to do but they have no choice Somebody is, a listen, in the early in the morning, somebody is going to call you and he said, I don't know why I'm doing this, but I feel like giving you this card. I prophesy to only five people here and who are receiving that word? Are you receiving that word? I'm not here. Are you receiving that word? I say I prophesy over you. Right now while we are here, while we are here, somebody is talking about you. Somebody is thinking about you. God has put your thought in somebody's mind to start dreaming about you. I I decree by the word of the Lord that your days of sweating without any profit has come to an end. Receive the favor of God. Sweatless victories in the name of Jesus. Am I talking to somebody here? Maybe you may not be as beautiful as other women. But the favor of God shall come upon you. And your husband will locate you. Am I talking to a believer here? Receive your portion today. In the name of Jesus. Come on, lift up your hand and shout shoulder. Receive. Take your seat, take your seat, take your seat, take your seat. I'll give them favor. I'll give them favor. Exodus chapter 11, verse number 2 to 4. So all that God is working here man of God, Pastor Sam, all that God is doing here is just orchestration of favor, because sometimes it doesn't matter how hard you work, how smart you are, you still can't get ahead, because the system of this world is made to oppress you. I don't know where I will be without favor, I, I am just favored like, 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 like nothing. I walk in the fullness of the favor of God. There is no demon in my family that can stop us. You know, after I got married, nobody in my family married for over 30 something years. No woman and no man. So they said, it's a generational case. I said, man knows my daughters. In my daughters, the devil is a liar. <laughs> am I talking to somebody here? My daughters, two of them, back to back. 2020, the, the 2020 in the pandemic, we had a wonderful wedding. 2021, we have another one back to back. Amen. After 30 something years, I told them the generational curse In my father, do you know? Do you know who I am? Do you know the kind of God I serve? Do you know the dominion I walk under? Come on, shout hallelujah. I, I I am not afraid of witches and wizards. I, I, I actually don't care whether they exist or not because I have dominion over them. One of the mistakes of the church is that we are focused on demonic activity more than what God is doing. It is a religious message that is tired to hold people captive because the spirit of God doesn't hold people captive. Wherever the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. I see live all around here. Yeah. Come on, Shade, man. Yeah. It is a travesty when you live your life because of a man of God. Let me move on another time. That is the mistake in Africa. We live our life. It's a religious thing. We, we actually make demons real. Generational case. Do you know where I'm coming from? My mother is from Apumpua, Kufuridua. Ask me who lay hand on me to deliver me. Nobody, nobody, nobody places hand to deliver me. You are cleansed by the word which I've spoken to you. In other words, when I sit in front of the word, the word cleanses me. You know why people are sick? We are not hearing the word. The unadulterated, the infallible, eternal word of God that transforms, eh? they are life. all their flesh the word life there is medicine they are life they are life to all their flesh and so when you sit in the presence of the word of God, like this, you are not aware, but medicine is being administered into your spirit. Yeah. That is the reason why every time the doors are open, you must run and come in because you are coming for another dose of, of what? Of, of, of spiritual medicine and vitamins. Am I talking to somebody here? That will boost your energy and increase your vitality and bring healing to your body. Enough. Let me just preach this message and let's go. Speak not in the ears of the people. And let every man borrow of his servant. The word borrow there is is to plead for or ask for. It is a different word borrow that we know today. because, Because how do you borrow from people you know you are not going to pay? Yeah. When you borrow, you have to pay. God commands you to pay what you borrow. But here, God knows that they are not coming back so it's not <laughs> come on say, man. <laughs> are, are, are you are, are you getting me are you getting me uh favor will make people will force people huh to favor will place a demand on people to give you what you are looking for oh yeah yeah let me say it again favor will place a demand on people to give you what you are looking for you will never beg them you'll never beg them a decree over your life. You will never be a beggar. It will never happen to you. Your children will never be a beggar. You will never beg for anything in life. Whatever you need is coming to you. In the name of Jesus. My God, you will live in your own house. With a very beautiful compound. Come on, you will serve God. God will use you to serve, Come on here. To build the kingdom of God. Come on, shout hallelujah. Let, let, let me try to finish this. So, so The Bible says that... and borrow his from his neighbor and every woman from her neighbor jewels of silver and of gold verse 3 and 4 and the lord gave the people favor in the sight of the egyptians moreover the man Moses so you realize that what god is orchestrating here is an act of favor everything that god did was favor and it was for a purpose one of the biggest mistakes in life is for god to favor you without knowing the reason for the fever, I will not have the time to go through all these scriptures with you. But Pastor Sam, you're going to realize that Moses told them that we have to go to the wilderness to sacrifice to God. That is why we cannot leave anything here. That is why we need your gold and your silver because we don't know what we are going to use to sacrifice unto the Lord or what God is going to require from us unless we get there, you see. If God is asking you to do something, you will never know until you come to that hour. Then God will place a demand because you have to understand you own nothing. You own nothing. Everything you have came from somebody. Some of you, after God prospers you, you become too arrogant that your pastor can't even talk to you anymore. Eh? You got married. You were praying that you should get married so that you can serve God better now you got married you don't want to come to choir rehearsals anymore now you are bigger than being an usher because you have a husband and what you don't understand that god is a jealous god and so when you start behaving like that you are going to set yourself against the wrath of god you need to discover the purpose why god favors you why god is blessing you why god is blessing your business why god is opening doors for you you need to discover why as, as a matter of fact, the man pharaoh even told them, I know that you need these things to go and sacrifice unto the Lord when you get to the wilderness. He knew, the devil knows that you need something to work with because God doesn't work in, an, in a vacuum. Me, I'm a giver. It's my lifestyle. I'm preaching in London, uh, uh, I think two, three, three years ago, 2000 and, 2019. And then the, the pastor, they, they were talking about having a church in Accra and they were struggling for a piece of land and all that. So I, I asked her. I said, I said, you want a land in Accra? I said, when you, when you come to Ghana, actually, let's call somebody right now. And then I will ask them to give you one acre of land. Go and build your church. I went there to preach. But I, went, I ended up giving them a land so they can build a church in Accra. I'm a giver. What do I need five houses for? seven cars for, 1,000 shoes, am I an octopus? (laughs) So, so, God is saying that I am now going to favor you. When you read all those scriptures, it's telling us the same thing. Amen? You see, the Bible says, Psalm 35, verse 27, it says, let them shout for joy that favors his righteous cause. Please, I want you to give me Exodus 32. We'll read from verse 1, and I'll, I'll, I'm going to wrap up the message from there. And that, that's it for tonight. Now, watch this. Tomorrow night, the Spirit of the Lord is asking me to pray with you it is breaking the curse of poverty night and i will show you how god took me out of poverty oh no i was poor oh seriously you have to hear it i was so poor the poor people in my neighborhood call me poor oh i was poor i had i had one shoe in new york one one shoe, I'm talking about New York, and you, you called in winter black shoe. I couldn't even afford winter boots, and I was preaching the gospel. It is, it is very annoying to be preaching and you are poor because the church don't even respect you. Very annoying, huh? anointing with poverty equals annoyance. <laughs> Listen to me. God will change your story. Yeah. I'm, let me tell you again. I said God will change your story. Yeah. I, know, I know Bishop Bempa has a story. I know, Me, I have a story. I know Bishop Sam have a story. We are all coming from some place. Listen, one day we went to prayer at Obotebri. Koforido. We were praying there for 14 days. In the middle of the fasting. It just dawned on me that I have nobody to help me. It just dawned on me. I cried for about seven hours that day. I realized, I mean, I have rich uncles, but nobody cared. I, I have gone to my uncle for school fees, and my uncle looked at me and said, but you, where is your father? He said, today, nobody takes care of anybody's child. Yeah, my, my rich man. But when he died, I brought his children to my house and I took them to school. I took them to some to learn trade and all that. Because you see, you see, the best revenge in life is success. Say amen. I find it difficult being mean. Sit down, sit down. It's too difficult to be mean. I have to really work very hard to be me. It is easy for me to be a lover and a giver. Let, let me finish with this scripture. Let them, let them shout for joy that favored his righteous cause. Let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified who had pleasure in the prosperity of his children. God, God, have, God is delighted in me when I'm prospering. The opposite is also true. When I'm broke, God is very sad. Yeah. God wants to brag about you. Do you see my servant, Bempa? Do you see what he's doing? Do you see how I prospered him? And still, he's very humble. Yeah. You, you are blessed to have this man here. Yes. You are so blessed. This man here, a very humble man of God. I think that is the reason why I love you the way I love you. Because me, I love humble people. I, I mean... Arrogant people irritate me. You know, very and, and the most saddest thing is poor people who are arrogant. <laughs> Let me try to finish this. Let me try to finish this message. Oh, don't don't miss. Listen, don't miss seriously. Don't miss tomorrow night. Don't mi- listen. If you miss to you need to hear my story. You must hear my story and how God changed my story. Sure. Don't listen. My mother didn't even believe in me. I'm the the only child of my mother yeah oh yes yeah and my mother didn't care I went to school for five years not one day my mother came to the school to find out which class I was in yeah it was it was church people that were paying my fees so I'm I'm not telling you something that I have not me I would listen 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 a man with an experience is never at the mercy of a man with an argument. You you are making argument. Me, I have experienced the, the handiwork of God and you are arguing with me if God can change your story. A man with an experience is never at the mercy of a man with an argument. Stop arguing with me. Now watch this, watch this. The Bible said that after they have gone into the wilderness, now God has a plan. When you read it very carefully, you realize that he started calling them that whoever have this, whoever that bring everything together and let us and build me a sanctuary so that I'll come and dwell among you. One of the mysteries about church and about God's word is that it attracts the presence of God, because God is a God of location. Go to the place called there. He's always pointing you to a specific place. Your blessing is in the house. It's right here. You cannot serve God in your heart. The Bible said, and when the people saw that Moses delayed in, to come down out of the mount, the people gathered themselves together unto Aaron and said unto him, ah, make us gods. Which shall go before us. For as for this Moses, the man that brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we ought not what is become of him. Can you imagine they had the power to go to the associate, to frustrate and intimidate and manipulate the associate to go against the vision. One of the sad things is to be surrounded with cowards. Cowards, who can't stand up for the vision. The Bible says they came to Aaron. We have a lot of Aaron's in our leaderships today who fight God's purposes. They talk about money too much. They talk about too much offering. Why is it that we are always praying? Do we have to go to church every night? So stay home. Nobody put a belt around your waist to come. And so if you came, just sit down and hear the word. Uh, but you won't keep quiet. You are trying to influence other people. Tell them, why is it dragging us like this? Why is it, you know, do we have to go to church every night? Do we have to do this every night? You have an, uh, you have an ironic spirit. You have an ironic spirit. And you are, man- you won't keep quiet you think yourself you are trying to influence other people to follow you to go against what god is doing listen to me whatever god is doing is not easy in the flesh but it is easy when you rely on god what god is going to do here let me tell you whether you like it or not it will be done he, he told me they have already started so 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 let me tell you You need God more than God needs you. You need the church more than the church needs you. You need your man of God more than your man of God needs you. What you need is in your man of God. Come on, come on, man to somebody here. Amen. Come on. Am I talking to someone? Aaron. And then Aaron tells them, look at the verse number two. And Aaron said to them, break off the golden earrings which are in your ears of your wives and of your sons and of your daughters and bring them unto me. Verse three. And and all the people break forth the golden earrings which were in their ears and brought them to Aaron. And guess what Aaron did? And he received them at their hand and fashioned it with a a graving tool after he had made it a moting calf and they said this be thy goals what god gave them to serve him is now what they are using to serve the devil why because when you miss the purpose for which god gave you what you have then you are going to use that same thing that's why many people use their wealth to manipulate others and to intimidate others listen listen god's best is not what you have god's best is ahead of us you have no idea what god has for somebody else come on say amen. amen am i talking to somebody and and guess what once you disconnect your wealth from the things of the kingdom of god those things are going to be a god in itself and then you are going to save those things And those things are the same thing that is going to destroy you. I'm ending here, but watch it. They took those things and they detained them. You are looking at me. Your house is your God. Your cars, they are the gods you serve. You prayed for a child. God must give you a child. You cried at the altar every day. God gave you a baby. The baby has become the reason why you can't serve God well anymore. You can't come to church you can't come to choir rehearsal. you are not part of the the greatest the protocol you are not part of anything that baby has become an idol you are now worshiping in your house your husband has become your god your car has become your god your house you have detached when you detach things from God, because everything that God gives us is given to us for the promotion of the kingdom of God. Let me tell you something. When I give to the kingdom of God, I, it, I don't feel it. I, I just, man of God, I just, I just sold my house. I had the house. I just sold it, and I, and I pumped the whole money into the kingdom. I didn't even buy a shoe. Every time. Every I'm, I'm talking about some hundreds Of thousands of dollars put everything into the kingdom of God because I understand why God gave me the things now we are here I want you to hear me hear me child of God your next big step is coming nobody can block it but yourself because God is seeing that you can't trust him you are trusting in things your heart is in stuff things are controlling you that is why one loss gives you headache you go through one loss you, you you go you go crazy because your life is based on things eh? you lose your car you lose it uh, you lose something you feel like committing suicide because your life is, is is shrouded in things your husband is your god so when your husband walks away you can't live. your wife is your god So you you, you worship your wife like you worship God. Everything is about your wife and your children. You have disconnected yourself from God. So here comes Jimmy uh, Swaggart, R.W. Schambach, and I can't say it any better than this. The church is growing. It was an Assemblies of God church in Oregon. The church is expanding. The pastor comes and says to them, we need to expand the church. There was one man on the board that was very, very rich. And the man said, we can't do this. He said, but the pastor said, but people keep on coming. We are having triple services. People are outside. He said, well, tell them to go to another church. He said, said, but there is another church, but they still came here. They said, well, we we can't pick up any building project anymore. And then he led the board to vote against the vision of the church like it happens in our board meetings all the time and god kept quiet meanwhile this man has built two big mansions for his daughters outside of town and so they are going to dedicate the house the two houses for his two daughters and people were in the house they had big parties going on. And the man took it, the two daughters in his car. And they drove in the highway. They got to a rest stop. They, they, they wanted to go and buy ice cream and use the, the restroom. So the father sat in the car and told the children, take care, I'm waiting for you in five minutes. You can because people are waiting for us. The children were crossing the road, man of God. A car going by less than 30 miles per hour hit them and two of them died on the spot the 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 man heard the shouting and the crying and he ran out to the street saw the two girls lying on the floor with blood coming out of their mouths and he knelt down and he started praying oh god oh god why do you do this to me and the voice said to him you will never uh, you will not allow my people to build me a house But you have built two houses for your daughters, and they will never live in. Assemblies of God Church in Oregon. The man buried the two daughters, sold the two houses, and gave the money for the building of the church. And he did that at the loss. Don't be a fool. God bless you. Are you blessed tonight? Let's stand together. Let's stand together.
0: God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.lfmic.org today for more information about the ministry of Dr. Dominic Ality for more video and audio messages. Find us on YouTube at Conquest TV and Dominic Ality Ministries and Living Faith Ministries International Church on Facebook for more information on our upcoming programs. Follow us on Living Faith Rima House Ghana on Instagram and please subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. Subscribe also to our YouTube channel for live service and many more. God bless you.